Good news, Canada. The Stanley Cup is finally going to be awarded on Canadian soil. But as usual, it's going to an American team. So we just have one thing to say. Sorry. Sorry. This week on Top 5 for Fighting. We're going to talk about it. This week on Top 5 for Fighting. Dozens and dozens of years. Decades of years. Decades of years. That's... First of all, first of all, give spoilers. Okay, we are. Oh we yeah, are yeah. Talk about spoilers. That here. would have been a huge dick if, move. Get the Charmin. Greg's gonna <laughs> shit on something. Tell you this. what's going on. There's a bunch of monkeys looking like they're fucking a coconut. Literally anything in the goddamn fridge. Two hours later, you've got the Haitian mudslide going on, and then it's just you're like, why did I do this? Here we go. I, He's I got really, that look on his face. Really like he's getting ready to punch this, a baby. Yeah, this this movie was a bag of dicks for me. He used to run through the house, <laughs> hauling nothing but underwear, probably naked too. His underwear, hauling ass. I'm gonna have me some fun. I'm gonna have me some fun. It's a lovely sound. Yes, it is. <laughs> Kicking off our Labor Day weekend episode with a proper shot of Gus and Brew. Yep, it's five forty-five in the morning. <laughs> getting ready to roll. <laughs> I mean, just getting started. What, we, Cheers, we brother. Happy Labor Day. James, you want one? No. We don't, I was right. going to say, we don't have one for our guest. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Oof. Ah, and the hair on my ass is growing. <laughs> God. All right. Ugh. Uh, happy Labor Day, everybody. Happy Labor Day. We are just, uh, it's Saturday morning. I got the smoker rolling. I got about 40 pounds of meat out there that we're cooking. <laughs> yep. I got beers. <clears throat> I got everything. We got guests in the studio. Uh, welcome back, James. Thank you. My cousin, James Thompson, uh, Air Force extraordinaire. <laughs> We're going to have my brother stepping in and out. He's kind of watching the smoker, and he's taking a test online. So He's doing his job. Yeah, he is. Well, he's, he's watching the meat. He's trying. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's prepping himself for a, for a new job, so yeah, going to finish his degree. Good so for him. He's going to be in and out. But, man, <clears throat> it's Saturday. I got three days off. I don't have to work. It's hotter than balls outside. Yeah, it's it's uh it's hot. This week has sucked. Yeah, this week has sucked. So, in reference to what you said, um, no Canadian teams left. Nothing. Vancouver was the last great North hope, and they, they got bounced in a great series. It was game seven. It was. We actually turned the game on last night just in time <laughs> to see him congratulating <laughs> each other for a good game played. Yeah. <laughs> It's been an amazing playoffs. It really has. I mean, given the circumstances, I know we talked about it before. I mean, these players being off, you know, the season basically coming to a halt and being off for four months. Um, and anybody that's ever skated or played in hockey at any level, that is a – you need to be in good shape. Oh, yeah. Considerable shape. I mean, it's it's a pro sport regardless. But the they picked it up gameplay-wise like they never had a day off. It was impressive to see. I mean, I'm sure that I'm sure the shifts were a little shorter than usual out, out of the gate, but man, three game sevens this weekend, right? Three game sevens. I know. And there's nothing better in sports than a, a game seven in the NHL playoffs, and they have not disappointed. We got one more to go tonight, which is uh, Philadelphia, Long Island, the Strong Islanders, and the winner plays Tampa Bay in the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, you say there's nothing better than a game seven in hockey. Uh, the ratings would disagree because the NBA is killing it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say good joke, Greg. Good, yeah, it, good, it, good, it is a good joke. Good you, joke. You've seen that, right? Their ratings are down like 29. percent uh, Last I saw, it was over 30, which was just well recently. Deserved. So I mean, yeah, it's not even fun to watch. It's yeah. I, I, That's why nobody's watching. <laughs> it's a shame, man. I, you know, when we were younger, growing up, 
in the Bad Boys era, the NBA was awesome. It was fun to watch because they were physical. They beat the snot out of each other. It, it was a physical game in the NBA back then, and now they're just all a bunch of babies. And it's it's you're right. It's no it's no fun to watch. I mean, they flop worse than soccer players now. It's and oh. LeBron is the king. Absolutely, he's the king because if you watch, if you just Google or YouTube, uh, LeBron flops. It, it's crazy. Sniper in the tree line is, is, is what it is. Um, but back to the man sport. Yeah, we've got uh, the Vegas Knights going up against Dallas in the Western Conference Finals. That is going to be it, – it's it, just like the whole playoffs have been, it's just going to get better. This is going to be two smoke shows of, of finals no matter who Tampa plays. Um, I was talking to Richard about it. I think they match up better with Philadelphia. I think they have a better shot of beating Philadelphia. Um, I'm not saying they can't beat the Islanders, but – it's it's going to be a tough series regardless. Um, I just think for Tampa's sake, they match up better with Philadelphia. I but got you. We'll see. But uh, Vegas, Dallas, Tampa, and insert team here in the next couple of days, and it's going to be awesome. Yeah, I think uh, Western Conference starts Monday night. Yeah, and uh, probably the Eastern Conference, I imagine, will be Tuesday night. Since, I, I would since think they so. Don't yeah, have the game. They don't have the teams until t- t- today. But yeah, and I, I doubt they'll. Yeah, I mean, it's. I, I just can't wait. It's it's going to be fun. Absolutely. I've watched a lot of hockey in the past three weeks. <laughs> there hasn't been much else to watch. No, and they were rolling what six games a day there for for a little bit. I mean, three games in the one bubble, three games in the other, and splitting the TV time and stuff. It's been phenomenal. And then it's been like March Madness. When this is done, we get a a month or two break, and then they're gonna. I think the plan is to fire up the next season in December. Um, that more hockey. Great. Yeah. I'm in. They haven't done the draft yet, have they? No, that's in October. Okay. It's it's coming up soon, so the, the, they'll have that going on, and just looking forward to it. I did something that night that made me happy. What's that? I had my first fantasy draft. Yeah, it's... I haven't... You don't hear much about fantasy this year. Because there's no preseason. And... Nothing to hype it up. I think people are just kind of nervous. Like, is it even going to last? Like, do you start a league... Collect money from everyone and then have the league shut down in a month. I don't think that's going to happen. I think hockey and the NBA have re- and Major League Baseball have shown that the pro sports can go on. It's w- without a doubt. Well, uh, hockey has not had a positive COVID test since like what the first week that they were in the bubble, and the NFL has not had a positive test since they started testing at the beginning of training camps. Right. So, I mean, it, you know, the guys that opted out. Obviously, they didn't want to have to not go see strippers. I guess that was their their plan or something. Well, the key but, to the bubble is not sneaking in your, your your stripper hose in the back door. Dude, I still I think about that story. That player from Seattle that got cut. He it's brought. Amazing, he tra- isn't it? Did you hear about that, James? No. He he tried to get he tried to get his side piece into the hotel. Okay, so the team was not dressed in player gear. Yeah, it, dressed in in pads, and they a woman. Yeah, that's gonna work. I, well, bro, I mean, it was. She didn't have pads. Did you see? She had like a sweatsuit on, hat down low. Like, oh. who, who are, you, are you trying to sneak in Sherman Thomas? Yeah, or, 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 Mike Sherman or Sherman? Uh, well, I mean, he doesn't play there anymore. Sherman Hensley, Richard Sherman. That's what I was thinking Sherman, of. There you I go. mean, like, are you? I, I just don't get it. And it, it's not like Russell Wilson was trying to sneak his wife in. This was a rookie that was undrafted that was paid two thousand dollars as an unpaid two thousand dollars. Okay, and he got cut. The next day, wow. they cut him for, Wrecked trying, it. For, for bringing her in. Wrecked it all. For, now, to his credit, he owned it. It's his mistake. He, he basically screwed up a massive opportunity. Well, yeah, they got it on film. I mean, but, <laughs> I mean yeah, it, it's, it just shows you that it's stupid. If you do it right, 
it can work. And it is working, and that's good because if we need anything right now, it's more sports. Although hockey is really filling that void nicely it for is. me. It is. It's just oh, it's so good. Okay. Yep. Um, another thing that has really caught our attention in the past week, we started watching Yellowstone with Kevin Costner Okay. on the Peacock app. Yeah. Those son of a bitches got me. You can watch the um, first episode, which is two hours long. It, it must have been like a two-hour premiere. So we watch it. Awesome. Like, we're oh, shit, we're, we're hooked already. Nope. Keep watching it. You got to subscribe to the you, you got to subscribe to the app. In, How much? In, just five bucks. Does that get rid of commercials? Uh, very limited. No, wait, no, there is no commercials. You're right. So I'm like, well, they got me. Good on you, because it's a great show. We we burned through the whole first season like in two days. Uh, granted, that's, it was only like ten episodes. Yeah, but still, five five bucks isn't that bad if because because that's where you're going to have to watch The Office now, right? Uh, next year, yes. Um, and I, for the amount of stuff they have, the content they have, which they have a lot of movies, they got a lot of TV shows. Um, you know, Friends has still not made its way onto the Peacock yet, but I think that's another case where I it's think next Friends year. Friends is on HBO Max. Um, oh, that could be it right there yeah, too. They're, they're, I think that they're exclusive with HBO which Max. Is crazy because they were on they were on NBC for so long. Yeah, but think about the money that HBO paid NBC to get Friends. If so. there's an app worth the money, it's HBO Max. They have a shit ton. But granted, HBO charges out the ass. It's like fifteen bucks a month. Yeah. Um, but in their defense, they have a lot of stuff, which and that's that's already the new home for DC stuff. So we talked about that with Nick when he was here, and I asked him if he thought it was worth it. He said, "Yeah, they have all the original series. That if you're in, into that, I just don't know how many of those original series that I want to watch. You know what I mean? Well, one that I have not seen that I want to is Deadwood. Um, you know, all the True Detectives are on there. All the HBO stuff that you would you would expect, Westworld, uh, Game of Thrones, all that stuff is on there. Plus, a, a crap ton of the DC stuff." Uh, the movies and stuff are all that's what HBO Max is going to be the new home for DC gotcha. obviously but um yeah Yellowstone great show um Richard I think made a good comparison it was a modern day Dallas okay. kind of is I guess and that's Dallas and that's Dallas um stuff on the ranch it's filmed in in Montana um, it, it's filmed on a, a fully functioning ranch in Montana the scenery is it's amazing. That shit's real. That shit's real. That shit's real. <laughs> there ain't no CGI in Montana. <laughs> Have you seen Deadwood? I've seen Deadwood a couple times. It good? It's a really good show. I, I've really never show. heard anything bad about that, and it, it's always right there. Like yeah. It's a great show, and I love Western stuff anyway. Yellowstone is kind of like that. It reminds me of Longmire. If you ever watch Longmire yeah, and you like Longmire, it, yeah. you will love Yellowstone. Nice. Yeah, Very, Deadwood's a good Western. It's no no uh, punches pulled. It's just straight in your face. It gets it gets pretty brutal in some parts of it. I've heard it's pretty violent, too. Yeah, is that it right? Is. It's, it's pretty violent. Which, back then, wasn't exactly yeah. an easy, easy time to live. Yeah. So, yeah, that's... Uh, I mean, you have died of dysentery. <laughs> <laughs> Do you haven't lived till you've made the trek on the trail. Right? <laughs> I hated that fucking game. I hated it. It didn't matter what you did. You could not beat that game. But we played it constantly. Because you knew you could beat it. Yeah. And yet yet you never beat it. (laughs) I just wanted to hunt the wolves. That's all. Space bar. Space bar. Space space bar. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I mean, like for a blast from the past, do you remember playing those text games? All the time. In school. Zork? We had them in school. Like, we had the old... This is how fucking old we are. They were... um, I don't know if you guys had the same things, right? It was gray and silver. It was a one-piece computer, monitor, keyboard, all tied in the same. It had a floppy disk drive. Yeah, it was like an IBM something, yeah. And it was, Oregon Trail was on there, and that was just part of our, I mean, downtime, easy time, or whatever it was. We got to play the Oregon Trail in class, and it was 
I mean, if you're our age, you've you've made you you've been on the trail. Yeah. <laughs> You've died on the trail. You've died on the trail. Multiple, and multiple times. Chances are it was from dysentery. <laughs> every time. Every time. I'm like, what did I? I didn't even drink anything. Sons of bitches. Oh, shit. Um, so, yeah, that's but that's basically what's been going on. Got a big pay-per-view tonight. Pretty excited about it. Yeah. AEW. Yeah. Uh, the plan is to be there. Yeah. We'll, I, we'll see what happens. It's. I mean, you've got a big day. If you're not there, you're not there. It's. it's it, I'll have it recorded anyway, so it's no big deal. Nice. Nice. Looking forward to it. Yes. Um, actually, we were too. We were talking about it. He when he got here yesterday, when James got here, he said, "He said, hey, are we doing the pay per view Mike tomorrow night?'" I ordered <laughs> I'm like, that. If, I'm like, if we can get there, <laughs> I ordered it right before I came over here today. Sweet. So How it's, much? It's ready to go. It's fifty bucks. That's not bad. No, because it's not like the WWE when they're cranking out pay per views. Now, granted, they have the network, so it's only ten bucks a month or whatever. But they only do four a year. So when one comes around. You are ready for it, like, and they do a great job of building up all their storylines, and you know their 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 pay per views have been exciting and just a shit ton of fun. So that's they, why I'm hooked on it. They do one a quarter, and they did one on Memorial Day. Yeah, right. Was it Memorial Day? Or was it Fourth of July? It was Fourth of July. Was fourth, the last they, one it was on? Was it really? Yeah, yeah. It was Fourth of July because yep. That's the last it, time I was, was over here. Holiday. Okay. Yeah. And then they do one now. So is the next one Christmas? <laughs> um, <laughs> might be November. No, November eight, I believe so. Yeah, because it, it's four years. So right, it's, they do one each quarter, and they typically do them. It seems like they're doing them on a holiday on the holiday week. They'll compete with the Survivor Series from WWE, which is much. which is awesome because they have fans back now. Two weeks ago was the first episode they've had on Wednesday night with fan. Now, granted, it's only a couple hundred fans. But when Jericho came out and they sang along with his music, it sounded like there was several thousand there. It right. was, and it's an outdoor arena, which is how they're they're able to kind of pull this off. Yeah, because if we had two hundred people in the building, they'd all die instantly. You know, uh, like uh, like, instantly. At home, like at Home Depot. <laughs> no, but as long as you put some frozen food on the counter and people can shop <laughs> through, it, it the the virus will think it's in a Publix and right. you'll be totally totally safe. safe. <laughs> yep. So fake that faked out tonight. I'm going to put some um, sealed and wrapped hot dog buns on the counter. So if I walk by. You know, I'm, I'm safe. <laughs> Absolutely. And if you're sitting down and eating, you're totally safe. Right. Right. Can't any, catch any, it. any kind of gimmick match tonight like they did last time with the football oh, field? Oh, yes. I haven't been keeping up with it too much. I've, I've caught a couple things here and there. but So if if you are if you watch AEW Dynamite every week like I do, you, you'll understand what's going on. But, of course, the legend Chris Jericho was wrestling Orange Cassidy, which is the real lazy guy with the sunglasses. His hands in his pocket. They well, his gimmick, his name is Orange Cassidy, so his little tagline is freshly squeezed. Well, for months, you remember the Jericho champagne that he came out with, right? Um, little bit of the bubbly. Mm-hmm. They're having a mimosa madness match. What the hell? Thousand to, uh, a ten thousand gallon tank or something like that with orange juice and champagne in it. It's a big, it's a giant ass mimosa, and right. whoever throws the other person in there wins. Holy shit. It's fucking brilliant. That's crazy. <laughs> that is, that is old, so funny. That is as gimmicky as it gets. And as, as you guys remember from the Stampede match, which was in the stadium for the Jaguars, Jaguars it's just fun. That's funny as hell. It's just fun. <laughs> it's it's just a good time. And if you're, I mean, because a lot of people stop watching wrestling for a long time, and I've, you know people still joke about it and stuff. But if you look at the ratings on TV, a shit ton of people are still watching wrestling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And especially AEW because... Look, it doesn't it doesn't sell out football stadiums because it's not popular. There you go. You know what I mean? There, there I mean, you go. I mean, it's still got. Look at all the WrestleManias and the Survivor Series. You know, before all this shit hit, I mean, those pay per views were held in stadiums. Oh and, yeah, and they sell out, and it's it's fun. It's just a lot of fun to watch. 
And AEW takes that fun up to a whole different level because it doesn't take itself too serious like WWE does way too often. It's it's just a blast. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to tonight. It's a good time. We are too. Yeah. Ten bucks says you don't make it. <laughs> I don't know if I can take that bet. <laughs> you have more cows in here than Wyoming. There's a You have a shit ton of food here. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You, I know. I know you can't smell it through the podcast. Oh, but my God. I rolled up and walked into the backyard, and I'm like, God damn. There's going to be pictures, guys, this so pay a, attention. There's freaking roast going on here. Mm. So, yeah, that's about all I've got going on. Yeah, I don't have a whole lot either. I mean, we yeah. just recorded a couple days ago. Yep. Um, you got any movie news? Yeah, I mean, a little bit, a few things here. Uh, <laughs> this, this is funny. It's not funny, but it's funny. The Batman has the bat flu. I saw that shit. I was dying. <laughs> um. Pattinson has it. He's been he tested positive for it. So the entire crew, everything's been shut down for for two weeks. They're going to have to completely reshoot this movie because he's going to die. Because if he can chrono, you die. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, he's a bat for God's sakes. How much more I bad luck he, is you that? Think he'd be immune. So th- there's no reports that he's sick or anything like that. He just tested positive, much like The Rock did this week with his entire family, his wife and his daughters, or daughter. I don't know if he has one or two, but basically, it just said The Rock and his entire family tested positive. Which makes sense. I Which, mean, if one person know, in a family gets it and they don't know they have it for a couple of days, you're probably going to give it to everybody. It, yeah, and come to find out that you know, once the virus infected the rock, the virus is in the hospital for two weeks. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to hurt that human being. Um, so yeah, Robert Pattinson has it. It's pr- production has been shut down for two weeks while everyone does the, the quarantine thing or whatever. So it, it doesn't sound like it's a big deal that, that they'll be back filming in no time. Um, shit, it's not due out till October of next year. It's still over a year away, so really no worries. Plenty of time. Um, now on Netflix, which I'm going to watch eventually, Cobra Kai is now on Netflix. James has seen it. I James. Just, yes, I saw it. I've seen it a couple times. Let us know. Is it good? What's it's up? It's really good. Okay. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, it's really good. What, what's the whole... I, I haven't seen anything about it. I just know that Daniel and Johnny are in it. Daniel's actually... He's a car salesman now. Okay. And uh, Sounds about right. The, um, Which I, th- the, I think he actually is in real life. <laughs> the kid that he we'll fought that for in the last match... We'll save that for a top five list of shitty jobs that I've had. He, um, he opened up his own dojo, and he just can't let it go with Daniel, so he keeps picking fights with him and his students and Johnny? everything else. Yeah. The hero of the movie, if you ask me. Yeah. Sweet I think he's only big in the first season. The second season, I think they bring somebody else in that opens a dojo. Reese. It's been a while since I saw it, yeah. The bad guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he comes back. Yeah, I I, I, I did see that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, okay. Do you know all the, all the years that I watched uh, the Karate Kid movie? Because I've seen them. You know, the first and the second one, I, I loved as a kid. We, we all I watched did too. the shit out of them, I right? did, too. And I enjoyed them. And, and, John, and, da- and Daniel's kick was illegal, but we'll, we'll get to that later. <laughs> Cheater. Right, fucking cheated. Um, Kick to the face, Reese. Do you know? Do you know what other movie Reese is in? Do you know? Do you know? I, I'm like, I know that guy from something. Yeah. Yes and no. He he is one of those actors that has appeared in dozens of movies, and he's usually a bad guy. He's like a chameleon. It, yeah, he just blends into movies. He's like Danny Trejo. Yeah, every time yeah. we turn around, he's popping up in a movie somewhere. He's he's the helicopter pilot in Rambo. That's it. First oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. I could and I and I put it together like I don't know a couple months ago. I just happened to be I, you know in here through Rambo on, and I'm like, holy shit, he's Cobra Kai. No wonder he was such a douche in this movie. Now, as a kid, put yourself back at that age, and you had to join one of two dojos. Are you going to Cobra Kai or Mr. Miyagi? I would. I would have went Cobra to Mr. Kai. Miyagi. I'd go Cobra Kai. Those uniforms, yeah, black and yellow. 
big snake. Yeah, like like the dodgeball team. Uh, I, I, I'd have went. I'd have went, uh, Mr. Miyagi, because Elizabeth Shue. Oh, You'd be waxing on, waxing off a lot, <laughs> a lot, a lot. That's that's a good point. I'd have been like Quagmire. My right arm, my right arm, I'd have looked like fucking Schwarzenegger. My left arm would have been like Pee Wee Herman. But those Cobra Kai uniforms were sweet. oh, they were so cool. They yeah. were so cool, but they were dicks. Yeah, oh, and, that, uh, and that's what turned me off. Absolutely. But, but as far as the actual like dojo and like learning, you probably Cobra Kai might have been better. But, oh, they were just they yeah. were just wicked. So <laughs> series worth watching then. Huh? Oh yeah. Um, There's a third season coming out, which I thought was coming out. That's why I got so excited. But it's only the first two seasons okay. on Netflix. The third season is in 2021. They, they, I, I watched the pre, the, the promo or the trailer or whatever yeah. on Netflix. A teaser. And they, they have the first and second season on Netflix now. And the third season is 2021. It's yeah. in, it's in production right well, now. When it first came out. I watched it when it first came out when it was on uh, YouTube Plus. Yeah. Of course, I didn't watch it on YouTube Plus. I've got other means I can. What? I, I can what? get the. I, How, who would do anything like that? You can? You, sir, are banned. Watch it move on later today. What? <laughs> you can do that? It's like I was telling Greg, I'm going I'm to get him a copy of uh, Peninsula. And when we see each other on Tuesday, it's out. I can get it. The uh, train, train to Busan. Busan. Yep. It's, it's at AMC up. right now. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah, it is. In fact, um, going back to the AEW, I was. I, was that Jericho in the theater right over here? That was Jericho in the theater. It wasn't over here. I think it was over in Jacksonville. That's what I thought. Yeah, I but told yeah, we saw it. He sent out a tweet with him and one of the other uh, wrestlers there that's not very popular. Luther, I think his name is. But they were sitting in, in movie theaters and they were getting ready to watch Peninsula. Yeah. He is going to get everybody at AEW sick. They're going to have to cancel <laughs> tonight because he went out of his house. God damn it, Jericho. Dude, Jericho's a fucking legend. He's an absolute <laughs> legend. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'll definitely be checking it out. It's good to know that. You're the first person I've talked to that's actually seen it, and but all the stuff I've read about it, it's really good. It it's is, worth watching. So it's really good. that's good to know. Um, <laughs> as far as other stuff that came out, like I had mentioned, Mulan is is now out and available for download. I mean, to stream on the Disney Plus app. Yeah. Uh, for thirty bucks. Um, did you know that people are actually protesting this movie? Because it's racist. No, no, because of the. And when I say people protesting, I don't mean like necessarily over here, over there, um, because fuck them. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> the lead actress that plays Mulan, I guess, is pro Beijing. I mean, she's probably bored. Heaven forbid she support her own country, no matter what their views are or whatever like that. So people found out she was pro Beijing and their their views and everything, basically anti democracy. Hey, that's the way they are over there. That's where she grew up. That's her home, and she. I guess ex- I didn't see it, I, nor do I care. She's from there. She supports their go- whatever. Cool. I mean, just like we support our government. Yeah. So it, we get so we get angry at somebody now because they have a belief. This. Oh wait, that's right. You can get angry if their belief is different than yours. The difference is over there. They will flat out kill you for doing stuff terror. <laughs> oh yeah. Terrorist like. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You don't you don't riot in the streets over there. Yeah. So um. So I checked out last night Mulan, and this we you know we we nobody's known what the hell's going to happen or how you're going to see it or what you're going to have to do. Did you watch it? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Well, I I checked out what I would have to do okay. to watch it. So I have a Disney Plus, you have a Disney Plus. Yep. If you have a Disney Plus, it costs you 29.99. Right. You can watch it as many times as you want until December 4th. On December 4th, it becomes free to everybody who has Correct. a Disney Plus membership. Yep. So I I'm kind of I I, I see what they're doing. But I also, I, I, that's kind of... I fully get it. 30, I, 30 bucks is a lot. I can't fault them for doing that. I just know that when it comes to this option for movies, if that was twenty nine ninety nine for Black Widow, you'd already had my money. Yeah, probably. It, I don't like it's, it. It's I, a lot, It's a lot. though. I, you no, know what I mean? That, that kind of bums me out. Thankfully, Black Widow is still coming to theaters in November, which is great. 
I don't understand why Disney would not choose to give us the option to do this or go see it in the theater. Now, granted, I know that Tenant is the king of the box office right now, as well it should be, um, which is taking up every Dolby and IMAX theater they're out there right now because there's nothing else to put out next to it. Mulan deserved that run as well. Yeah, I, I also think it deserves a rental. I agree. Let, let me rent it for six ninety nine. What if what if I what if I watch it and I don't like it? I I paid thirty dollars. You know what Fair. I mean? Give yep. me give me six bucks. Like Bill and Ted. Yeah, yeah. So then so then if I if I if I pay the seven dollars and then I want to buy it, give me a six dollar credit towards the thirty bucks. At least give me. It's just like, you know what I mean? It's kind of like I've never seen this restaurant before, but it's really the only place to eat. So I'm right. gonna sit down and oh, you only have ninety dollars steaks, and then you get a you know you get a piece of. I think that there's one major factor that went into that. Lack of choice, and that is the budget it took to build the, to, to make oh, this movie. Yeah, they're they're trying to do whatever they can do to make money. And yeah, I, I get that. But I don't fault them for it. It's but like you said, twenty nine ninety five or twenty thirty bucks for a movie. Yeah, <sighs> when that's that's a lot. Now, what you said about Black Widow, if it was only going to be on on video on demand, yeah, they probably would probably would have my money by yep. now. But the difference but, is, we'd all got together to watch it. Exactly, mm-hmm. and the difference is. I know if I'm going to like Black Widow or not already. True. I'm going to like it. It may not be as good as Endgame sure. or Civil War, but I know I'm going to like it. Right. Because cuz you know, that's like that's like watching, you know, uh Steve Eiserman play hockey. Yeah. In his 10th season, you know he's a good hockey hockey player. I'm invested enough. Right. Mulan, the Disney movies have kind of been hit and miss it's, for me. It's so. it's um it's I I hope it's really good. Based on the trailer, that I mean, it, everyone knows the story. Obviously, I did not know it was based on a actual folk, folklore in yeah, in that time. But um, if you most Disney movies, believe it or not, are based on either fairy tale or folklore. Right. There's very few that aren't. I mean, like the Black Cauldron, you know, the Fox and the Hound. But most, of, I mean, look, look, Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty, right. uh, Beauty and the Beast. Most of those come from somewhere. Even Oliver and Company is based on Oliver Twist. Yeah. So. A lot of their stuff, but I, I, I don't know how it ends. I have no idea how Mulan ends. Me neither. I never watched the. Yeah, I, I mean, granted, they win. I'm sure, but it's um, it just looks like a cool movie, and I just wish we could have seen it in Dolby. But I think what they're missing out on is they should have done the the real live action of of Mulan. But at the end, they should have had Kung Fu Panda hop in and help help save the day. It could have been a great crossover. And then they have to fight the kids from Cobra Kai. Yes. <laughs> Make that movie happen. Um, also releasing, which is out right now, which I cannot wait to dive headfirst into, is The Boys is out on Amazon Prime. And what they did, they gave us three episodes right out of the bat. Bastards. Sons of bitches. Bastards. But at least at least they gave us three. So you've got three episodes that you can watch, and then I th- following every Friday, you'll get a new episode. I think there's ten episodes in this season as well. Yeah, it's the show is, if you're if you haven't watched The Boys yet, I mean, what are you doing? I've seen like what three episodes the last time I was here. That two. was it. Yeah, you saw the first. Yeah, two. yeah. I'm way behind the power curve on that one. It's uh, but you don't have Amazon Prime either. I don't. So that's that's we'll have to rectify that. Yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to fix that. It's really good. It is. It's incredible. Even the trailer. When I was watching the trailer for season two, I'm just sitting there with my jaw hanging open, going, "Holy shit!" Yeah, the coolest guy. I the guy that I love the most on there, which is Noir. It's I mean, doesn't talk or anything. It's just it looks like Snake Eyes from GI Joe. Just wicked, wicked. <laughs> So, um, and then the last thing's not really movie related, but the new Avengers game came out for PlayStation, Xbox, and PC, which yep. is out. It looks like it's getting a lot of big reviews. It looks fantastic. Um, I 
I mean, I've seen the game. I don't have it yet. Um, it's it's going to be a little bit before I get that. But that's out now if you're a big video game fan and like the Avengers. So there you go. That's really all I, I got. Seeing, I remember seeing the trailer from E3 like a year and a half ago. It's been a long time. Gameplay, the gameplay on it looks incredible. Pretty, pretty awesome. And you can play all the different characters, and they they're bringing in other characters. The you know it's it's uh, it's got a lot of really good reviews. So I mean, it, it's tough. You don't see many superhero games that are good. Yeah. I mean, the Superman one they came out with years ago was terribly repetitive. The Spider-Man one was good, but it was short. That one was fantastic. I still haven't finished that, but uh, the ult- um, Amazing Spider-Man that came out for PlayStation was just incredible. It was. It was and the, really the cool. new one's coming out for PS5, which, mm. yeah. Can can they please tell us how much this damn thing's going to be and when? Nope. For God's sake, Sony. <laughs> We're less than a few months away from the kickoff of the holiday they don't season. Want you, they don't want you to have three months to, to, to be upset money. that it's going to be nine, $999. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, but yeah, just freaking give us some details. And uh, that's all I got. All right. Not not too much else from last week. What do you say? I take a break. I'm all right. Go, I'm going to go check on the cows. Okay. And then we'll come back and we'll just jump right into our top five list. Moo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mike, you know what? I did a break. What'd you do? I checked my meat. I mean, it's a typical Saturday, right? <laughs> Three or four times a day. That's what I call lunchtime. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, because, you know, not much is happening and we just recorded a few days ago, we'll go ahead and jump right on our list because I think that we're going to have a good time discussing this. Yeah. You came up with this idea and I thought it was brilliant. And um, <clears throat> through the courses of our lives to get where we have gotten now, we've had some pretty shitty jobs. <clears throat> Amen. And um, I, I, that shitty doesn't even begin to describe it, some of these jobs. So we're going to do the top five worst jobs we ever had. All right. I have stories. Why don't you go ahead and start? All right. My number five is Foot Locker. No shit. You wore the stripes? I had to wear the stripes. I did not know that. Uh, I was working at... Um, I was working at... Uh, Job number two. Okay. And uh, I'll explain what happened there. Right. I, I, I hadn't needed a job. I didn't have anything. Sure. So Ash ha- had been working at Foot Locker. He had just, uh, he had just graduated. And he was going to work with the sheriff's department, so he put a word in with the, the manager for me. So I got the job. I was assistant. They hired me as an assistant manager. Okay. My salary was $275 a week. Killing it. I mean, that's unemployment. Right. That, that, that's unemployment. You were required to work 48 hours a week. Okay. You did not make overtime. You made what they called, I called it Chinese overtime. It was like $2.14 an hour. Um, I was required to work off the clock because we didn't have enough hours for the store. And the manager couldn't go over or his bonus got affected. So this guy would literally have people work, and then he would go into the computer, and then he would change. People would work and not get paid. It's like, illegal as fuck. Oh, it's legal. Oh, so bad. Absolutely. So bad. Uh, you were required as the assistant manager to work at least one day a week open to close. You were the only manager on duty, which meant that you were not allowed to leave the store, which meant you couldn't go to lunch. You couldn't. So I had to be there at 9 o'clock, and I would get home at 10 o'clock. And you had to do that once a week. Now, my question is, why? What, who, made, who made that rule up? Satan. That's who made it up. <laughs> Satan? Um, you had to wear, while you worked there, you had to wear shoes that were currently sold by Foot Locker. So on $275 a week, I had to maintain shoes 
that were one hundred and twenty-five dollars or whatever, because you because you couldn't get the shitty shoes because the shitty shoes came in and they left. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. This is my favorite thing. Damn, for locker. Dude, I refuse, I refuse to shop there. I'll tell you why I got why I'm not I don't work there anymore. So uh, we had inventory every quarter. Yep. And you, everybody had to work inventory. It didn't matter who you were or what you did. And it was like, you know, two in the morning that you're doing this shit. And we had people that were in high school. Yeah. That worked there that were required, which, you know, fuck you. Well, that's against the law, too, especially if you're under under, uh, under a certain age. Mm-hmm. If you had a certain percentage of shrinkage, everybody in the store would get gift certificates that they could use on merchandise in the store. And typically, you would come in about 2 or 3% shrinkage. I mean, stuff got sold, but you, you right. sold so much stuff that... It had to steal a lot to really to really affect you, and right. you get a hundred dollars in store credit. Guess who never got their store credit? Everybody at our store, because our manager would take it, and then he would ring himself up oh, at Michael two o'clock. Scotted you. Yeah, he would ring himself up at two o'clock in the morning, which is you're not allowed to do. It, like if I if I bought something, somebody else had to ring me up so that I couldn't like apply. He would do that at two o'clock in the morning, and I caught him. I caught him doing this. Mm-hmm. And I talked to him about it, and he told me basically to mind my own business. So I went to the district manager, and the district manager was like, well, you know, there's not really much I can do. I was like, you know what? Fuck you, man. Fuck you. So I got fired from Foot Locker okay. because I had to take the deposit every night. And whenever everybody left, if you had a bag, you had to do a bag check. So I would do the deposit. Everybody would go to leave. And then I w- we were supposed to walk down to the, the mall, and there was an ATM down there. Well, the... Assistant manager that trained me never went to that ATM because you had to wait in line for like 20 minutes because everybody in the mall was using it. They used Bank of America. There was a Bank of America right outside the parking lot of the Brandon Mall. So he went there every night. So that's what I did. Well, what happened was is one of the employees stole the deposit, and he hid it in his sweatshirt pockets. And I didn't check his sweatshirt pockets. So it was like a $700 deposit or whatnot. So... Obviously, I called the manager. I'm like, the district manager. I'm like, hey, uh, I lost a deposit. You know, blah blah blah. They give me some shit. They interview me. The guy that comes in from theft from, from uh, HR or not HR, but whatever. He says, I, I don't think he did it. He says, he says, I think I know who did it. They fired me because I broke company protocol. Okay. Because I didn't go to the proper ATM, even though I did did it the way I was trained. Yeah, a lot of shitty jobs out there. That, that, the job sucked. A lot of shitty companies that job sucked. Yep. Do you know? Do you know what it's like to be a uh, 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 Al Bundy? It sucks ass. <laughs> it sucks. Except for those four touchdowns, that that, that was mm. glorious. That was glorious. So my number five is Foot Locker. Wow. Fuck you. I to this day do not shop at Foot Locker. I don't either. I I can't stand them. Um, well, one of my favorite places to shop for shoes now is Rack Room in our mall. Mm-hmm. N- no matter what you buy, shoes, boot, like that, they sell everything. Like yep. running shoes, basket. I mean, uh, work boots. They sell everything. Buy one pair, get your second pair half off. Yep. Why would you not do that? And then you get a bonus, like every year on your uh, birthday, you, you'll get an extra 20% off or something. They do something for you on your birthday. You'll get a thing in the mail and or whatever, and Rack Room is amazing. I love that place. These uh, fine-looking white Nikes I'm wearing right now I got from Rack Room. Nice. And, yeah, it's it's a fantastic place. But yeah, anyway. Tuesday that, they do 20% off for military. Yeah. On Tuesday. They do a lot of cool discounts. It's a. They're not selling shit shoes. No, they just they're just older shoes. They sell um, Nikes, and they're not like they have current stuff. Like Foot Locker now is more towards the basketball shoes and the trendy what whatever bullshit shoes kids are wearing these days. But Rack Room has a lot of good stuff. That, yeah, um, for people like us, Night Nikes, work boots, uh, they got everything. Check it out. Okay, Rack I'll Room. check it out. 
Um, my number five is not a specific company or anything. It's a category, and that's working for people that claim to be your friend. It's oh, rough. I know you know where I'm going with that because we uh, we both had the displeasure for working for that fat piece of shit. <laughs> yep. But um, I'll leave his name out of there out of respect for his dumb fuckery. Uh, he was an electrician. Yeah. Quote, unquote, well, electrician. Said, I, well, I'm using air quotes. Yeah. Uh few years back when things were really rough after or no before our before we met actually uh, i was working for a summer with this guy jobs were really bad and he let me work with him well i didn't know that i was going to be digging in 100 degree heat while he was sipping on a super big gulp in his air-conditioned truck and deciding you know if or when he'll ever pay me for working and friend of the friend of my wife's husband of course um just turned out to be a complete asshole um would decide not to pay me for certain periods of time because of reasons. Small vacations, obviously. was more important to pay himself for than pay me, but just was horrible. And then there was another situation where I was at a job and I was helping a buddy start his business on my free time, which means I was working a full-time job when I was at Freight Center. And um, I knew things weren't similar to Foot Locker, things are run in a very shady way at that company called Freight Center. Um, so I'm helping him start his new business, which is cleaning boats. So you go to boats that are in marinas, personal docks, whatever, uh, get the air compressor, get the regulator, go underwater. You know, you're scraping barnacles off the bottom of all different types of houseboats, pontoon boats, marinas that have rental boats. Like that, that, that was the thing. So I'm trucking around all over Pinellas County after work working full-time and then it got to be this was his new business and the goal was for me to work for him and basically get this business kicked off and you know be a, a supervisor and go around and check all the different once the business grew to that point great no problem gets to that point and for whatever reason i've known this guy for years when dylan little little dylan started just playing flag football is when i met him we coached together for a long time and then he marries this little hot trophy wife and she's like i mean i she just you know when you have a vibe about somebody and you just like things just didn't really add up out of nowhere he just stopped calling everything like that i'm like hey wh what's going on he goes well i just don't think you're ready to commit to this i was like wait wait what 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 i'm working on my own time on weekends nights driving all you know hundreds of miles for for this douchebag and then he just uh, now granted thankfully things worked out the way they did but at the time i'm like dude we were buddies like we st we started a, we did a summer camp together one summer for an athletic sports camp that we also tried to do. he's one of those big i'm going to start i got this huge vision and this is how it's going to work out so i mean i kind of fell for it and uh, i just never met that that to this day i'll never forget that cuz like you take someone who you consider to be a really good friend and trust them with something like that, a life scenario, and they just turn around and totally fucking stab you in the back. You think it was something like she did where she didn't want to give part of the company away? Or? Absolutely. I, I think she had a big part of it, and that's like I, I don't care who you are or whatever like that. I mean, you just if, if that's the way it's going to be, be a fucking man about it and just yeah. tell me to my face. Yeah, my wife doesn't want you around. Just yeah, it, I can like, handle that better than something else. My wife just wants me to do this, you know, low key on on our own. Well, okay, great. At least you're being upfront. Yeah, I'm gonna still think you're an asshole for a while, but at least if anything, you're honest about it. So yeah, to to this day, um, you know, I randomly a couple times a year or something, I'll get a hey, how are you and the kids? I'm like, ah, great. Next, 
delete. Send him a picture of your nuts. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I take the high road on it, but just an incredibly shitty way to treat somebody. Yeah. So, yeah, my, my, my number Working five. friends. My, my number five is those two douchebags. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't put the first douche bag on my list. I know. Cause I, just because it's sad that I'm able to leave shitty jobs off my top five list. <laughs> <laughs> True. But I, honestly, between having been a partner with him and right. worked for him, he, he, he could have made a run at the number one spot. Yeah. I, in contention. See, let's see. What, what would be the, the topper? Probably the fact that he embezzled company, uh, company money to buy a Corvette. That would probably be the number one. Okay, moving on. Sorry, can't pay you this week. Yeah, and then Monday, man, Disney was fucking hot this weekend. Oh, he said that. Oh, what? you know what? Oh, you know he, what it was to me. He, he pulled the Disney thing on me a couple five times. Weeks, five weeks, I went without without pay from him, and then I get in the truck Monday morning, and he's talking to me about how he can't believe they had to spend one hundred and fourteen dollars at Hooters on dinner for everybody. I'm like, well, I would have went to Hooters, but you know, I didn't get fucking paid for the last five weeks. So, yeah. eat a dick, jungle douchebaggery. Yeah, my number four is a company called Gulf Coast Avionics. Okay, fuck them. And everything that they've ever touched, um, just it was it was mind numbing. It was it was mind numbing. The, the the guy started an avionics repair shop out of his bedroom. He was he was an Air Force avionics tech. He started avionics shop avionics repair shop, and then he built he built this huge beautiful building over at Lakeland and Linder Airport in Lakeland, and um, it's one of the bigger avionics companies in the in the country. Um, has a, a an offshoot down in South America in like Brazil. Um, just un- unbelievable what an asshole he is. So there's two major air shows that he goes to every year. One of them is the Sun and Fun Air Show at Lakeland. Obviously, he's at that airport, so he's going to be there. The other one is the Oshkosh Air Show in Wisconsin. So he takes everybody to Wisconsin, even the non-salesmen, because he gets two booths, and there's so much foot, foot traffic there that they don't want to lose a sale to anybody because they're waiting on a salesman. Totally understand it. That's how business works. So he takes me as an avionics tech, and I'm supposed to sell stuff that I have. I said, I don't, I don't know. I don't work with this stuff. Like He's like, you're going to work with headsets. I'm like, I don't use headsets. He goes, just tell them whatever they want to hear. And I'm like, um, wow. Um, all right. Okay. So people would walk to me and they go, what do you think about this headset? And I'd be like, it's great. Well, what else can you tell me about it? It's great. What, what the fuck am I supposed to say, right? So we're like fourth day of the air show, and um, I, f- I finally said to him, I said, um, when do we get to take lunch? Oh, you don't get lunch. <laughs> air show starts at 8 o'clock in the morning, ends at 6 o'clock in the afternoon. No lunch, no breaks. And I said, um, I think the government might disagree with you. Yeah. Yeah. He goes, no, you, d- 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 different situation here. I said, should we call somebody? ACLU. Yeah, do you, you want to you want to call any? I mean, we can call whoever you want because I, I know I know you're fucking wrong. Right. Shit like that. Um, my favorite one was that when I was working there, uh, I went through my first my I went through my only divorce with you know, and even though things are so much better now, and I'm significantly more happy, going through a divorce sucks ass. It's it's like horrible, and I was as depressed. I started smoking again, mm-hmm. and um, the salesman worked in the office. They would just go take smoke breaks whenever they wanted. So I'm like, okay, well, you know, that's the policy. So I'm sitting out back with having a cigarette one day because you can't smoke in the building, which is sure, fair. Right. And uh, the boss walks up to me and he goes, hey, what are you doing? I said, I'm having a cigarette. He goes, um, are you on the clock? I said, I didn't clock out. And he goes, well, you can't do that. And I said, what? And he goes, yeah, you, you can't do that. You're on the clock. You're wasting our money. And I said, okay, are all the salesmen? Do they? Oh, that's different. They're salesmen. 
I said, how the fuck is that different? He goes, because it's a different department. I went, okay, no problem. So the next day I started, every time I wanted a cigarette, I would clock out. He comes to me and he goes, hey, what are you doing? I said, I'm having a cigarette. He goes, are you on the clock? I said, no. He goes, what, you clocked out? I said, yeah. He goes, you can't do that. <laughs> I said, hold on a goddamn minute here. <laughs> I said, you're not, you're not paying me. I, I clocked out. I'll clock back in when I'm done. Oh. So the next day he comes back and he says, or it was like a week later, and I'm getting like 34 hours a week. Right. Because I get my work done fast because you've worked with me. Yeah. I, I don't fuck around. I do my work. I go home. Yep. And I'm good at what I do. So they didn't have enough for me. So I go home at thir- 34 hours. And he tells me the next week, he goes, um, hey, you have to work 40 hours a week. Because what they would do is they would bid a job. And if we got the job done under the quote, we all as a crew, everybody there got a percentage of the extra money that we made. You right. See what I mean? So if we... So we he says, well, if you don't work your 40 hours, you don't get a part of the, the cut. And I said, wait a minute. I said, what does is, what is working 40 hours have to do with it? He says, well, you got to work 40 hours because you know, we need to build that stuff out. I said, you don't have any work for me to do. He goes, well, that's, that's different. He says, you should slow down. I said, wait a minute. So you're telling me that I can't have a cigarette on the clock because I'm wasting your money. But you're telling me now that I work too fast that I should take longer to do what I do because you want me to waste your money. He just looked at me with this fucking dumb look on his face. And I said, okay, thanks. This is the same guy. Who told me? I said, "Hey, you gonna go see the new Harry Potter movie this week?" And he goes, "Absolutely not." And he was his wife was real Christian, Bible thumper. And I said, well, "Why?" And he goes, "Black Magic." I said, "Isn't your favorite movie Star Wars?" <laughs> Just the like that. Is, is the, I, but the Force is cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I want to I want to put ice picks through my ears just thinking about these motherfuckers. Yeah, I can imagine. This is why I got fired from that place. They all went to Oshkosh the second year I was there, and they decided not to take me. They left me to run the shop, which was totally fucking fine with me. Right. I'm in the shop, and I, I built custom panels for, for privately, for, for home-built home airplanes, experimental class airplanes. I built the panels. And then they would take the panels, and they would set them in the plane, and they would plug them in, and everything would work. I'm at my desk working, and the phone rings, and I answer it, and it's a customer. And he goes, hey, um, I need to talk to, uh, you know, uh, I think his name was Kurt at the time. He runs the shop. And I said, well, he's not here right now. He's in uh, Oshkosh. Can I help you? And he goes, yeah, I'm really pissed off. And I said, whoa. I said, okay, what's up? What can I do for you? He goes, so I took off on my plane last night, and I had to make an emergency, ex- uh, emergency landing uh, because my fuel, I was out of fuel. He said, I thought I had a fuel leak. And I'm like, oh, my God. I said, Did, we don't do fuel systems. And he goes, yeah, I know. When I got on the ground and people started looking, they found out that my fuel gauge wasn't hooked up. And as I was landing, I saw stuff arcing and sparking behind the panel. He said, I could see stuff. There was wires that weren't hooked up. And I'm like, wow, holy shit. All right, let me get your name and let, you know, let me figure out what's going on. Jesus. So this is what happens. When you get a GPS put in your airplane, it has to have a test flight, which makes sense, right? Because you sure. can't just, oh, I trust it because it works. So it's a test flight. So they test flew this airplane air quotes, they test flew this airplane and they charged the guy $550. So I start looking into it and I see the date for the test flight. The guy who did the test flight was in Wisconsin. Oof. They did not do the test flight. They just signed it. And they just signed it. They, they were just charging them because, you know, whatever. So there's no way they did the test flight because if they did a test flight, they'd have seen that the fuel gauge wasn't hooked up. Right. Right. So this guy says something to me and I, I called him back. He, I called him back. I called him back and I go... um, I, I really don't know how to say this because um, I was I didn't want to work there anymore anyway. I said, but uh, they they fucked you on your test flight. Good for you. Well, I have an AMP license. I had a license at that point. Right now, not having a license doesn't mean you can't work there because they have what's called an umbrella license. Right. But I had my own license. I'm not going to jail for you, and this license actually comes up again later in the discussion. 
Um, I said, they, they didn't do the test flight. He goes, well, how do you know they didn't do the test flight? I said, because the guy that signed off on your test flight was in Wisconsin two days before he signed off on your test flight. And the guy said, those motherfuckers. So when they all get back, the shit has hit the fan. Oh, that's And they call me into the office. And beautiful. They go, and they said something to me. And I looked at him and I said, you lied to this guy. I said, you broke the fucking law. I said, should we call the FAA and get them in here? You're fired. I said, why, why am I fired? I said, I think we should. I said, you know what? Let's call the FAA. I wanted to be out of there anyway, but right. I, wa- I wanted to be fired because I, you know, sure. unemployment. Yeah. Come to find out they got busted a few, a few months later. Uh, this guy, this guy shoved it right up their ass. <laughs> Good for him. But they were all over me because I told the customer the truth. Right. Shit your life, bro. It's no big deal. Shit your life. Maybe your kids, maybe it's, your wife. It's yeah. not like having a gas gauge not hooked up in a car. And a fucking Pinto, <laughs> yeah. right? We're talking about an airplane. airplane. <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ. That is, that's new level shit for me. This is, this job and my number two are the reason that I don't work in aviation anymore. Yeah. I now, now, to be fair, what happened here, to be fair. To be fair. What happened was I was in school getting my license. I graduated to with my license and went to work for these people and about five months later 9-11 happened and it completely changed the aviation industry as anybody who flew beforehand knows james i mean even in the air force yeah. the rules completely changed with aviation and it became it became a cutthroat business like like a car dealership or something of that yep. nature it became whatever we can do lie cheat steal to make as much money as we can and i you know what i guess if i'm trying First of all, I'm not built like that. Secondly, I'm not built like that when your plane could literally crash and kill your entire fucking family. Right. Which happened to me on my number two job. We'll get to that. Wow. That's fucked up. Right? Yeesh. Um, my number four. Was... James is just sitting here going, ah. I'm having fun listening. Okay. James, James is horrified. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my number four is the first job I ever had. And that was a little ice cream place called Mr. C's. Um Ice cream, Coney, it was an ice cream place right near our house at the time, which was on the, basically on the other side of the lake that we lived near. Um, it was my first job. I think I was 16. Finally got my first job. And the guy that owned it, um, his name was Bob. At first, it was pretty cool. Hey, Bob. But the thing about Bob, we this is before SpongeBob. We called him <laughs> Mr. Crab because he was missing his middle three fingers from an accident that he got into. So he would actually have his thumb and his pinky. So it was like a crab hand. But as an ice cream owner, it was cool because he could grip the cone like a little gripper that people pick up trash with. But he was just an asshole, like just condescending old fuck, you know, ran the play. He'd join, he would come in, rip shit around, you know, just, you know, how come this isn't this, this isn't this, you know, we're a bunch of kids that worked there. I mean, literally, we, we were kids. And um, which, funny enough, my daughter does the same thing. First job she ever had, she works at Rita's now, which is that place is legit. That place <laughs> is awesome. Um, oh, but yeah, I'll Rita's just, is so fucking good. Uh, I'll just never forget the uh, just the way that this guy talked to us. Like we were his own kids. Like he was just a con. It's just one of those guys. Like you know, you're just like man. I hope someone t bones him on the way home. Son of a bitch and Bob. Yeah. It was, um, <laughs> It, it was just I just I'll never forget that guy as long as I live. And last time I was home, that place was still there, different place, different name I think. But I'll just I'll never forget that asshole as long as I live. Why do people feel like they? You know what? I I don't manage like that. I never have. I I, I really just I'm with you. I, to- I don't get it. Totally. Why Why do you think people don't show up? You know, we were talking about somebody a little while ago. Oh, nobody ever wants to work with me. No shit, because you're an asshole. Yeah. Don't be a dick. Yeah. Simple rule. Don't be a dick. 
So yeah, that's my number four. All right. My number three is a company called HIP Paving. It's pretty I, hip. I worked, yeah. Hot in place paving is what it stood for. Um, this this job took new levels of fuckery. Um, business, business I, just unbelievable. Uh, now, I could not stand working at this place, and I was making about $80,000 a year there. Right. It was the worst. Let's see. Um, the owner owed $2.3 million in back payroll taxes. So his lawyer told him they cannot foreclose on anything that you own if you are not in the country. So instead of taking $25,000 and going to the government and saying, hey, look, I get it. Let's, let's make a payment plan. He takes $25,000 and takes his wife to Italy for three months. All right. Seems legitimate, right? I mean, why not? Dude just wanted a homegrown pizza. Yeah, just wanted a homegrown pizza. Um, comes back with this chandelier that was like, you know the Chiluli exhibit that they have down here in St. Pete? It's the guy that does all the hand-blown glass with all the art artwork. No, it's really okay. beautiful stuff, but it's it's like it's like he makes like flowers out of glass. It's yeah. just it's really sweet. She comes back with a chandelier like this and they're like, "Hey, we need you to hang this." And I said, "Um, just because I do electronics doesn't mean that I hang chandeliers." I said, "I I, I don't I'm not taking responsibility for that." And he goes, "Well, you're going to have to." No. He says, "You're going to have to." And I had to put it together. It took me four and a half hours to put the chandelier together. Um <laughs> Um he we we pushed for what these machines did, they're the size of semis. And we had four of them in a train, and they would drive down the road, and they had these big, massive heater burner decks on it. You can actually pull the website up online if you want to look at it. It was, a, it was an amazing process. Right. And it's one of the coolest things I've ever worked on. But it heats the asphalt up. Then he has a machine that comes and mills it, yep. reprocesses it, re-oils it, and then they lay it right back down. So they repave the road with wow. the asphalt that's already there. It's pretty cool. It, it was a brilliant idea. If he could have laid off the hookers and coke, he'd probably still be in business. Now you're asking a lot. Right, now I'm asking, I mean, a lot, right? Crossing the line, Greg. So we're working with things like asphalt, diesel, uh, propane, uh, pipe dope. Just uh, we, we, Our shit got dirty all the time. We finally said, can we please get some uniforms? He's like, okay, but you have to pay for them. Fine. Right. $7 a week, we get uniforms and they're clean. Took them out of our check for almost two and a half years. Did not pay the bill. Took the money out of our checks, did not pay the bill. So after we end up shutting down and he wants me to come back for 40% of what I was making and I told him to pack sand, I get served a a summons. I was being sued by the uniform company because I'm the one who signed the contract because I was a shop supervisor. So I had to go and get a lawyer and pay the lawyer. I'm This was when I'm working at Lockheed, so I'm making uh, 11 cents an hour. I had to pay $2,500 for a lawyer to put in writing to, to the company that you, you, got, you got no recourse here because he, he did not, even though he signed the contract, the money was taken out of their checks, blah, 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 blah. Six months later, I get another summons. He's being sued, and I had to go be a witness. And then he tried to pin it on me by lying under oath that I had to point out that was wrong. I... I this guy was a fucking work of art, man. I'm telling you, I don't know how I pick him. Susan, my, Susan looks at me and she goes, how do, you, how, do you, how do you find these people? Did he end up being an electrician later down the road? No, he, he ended up being a fucking twat <laughs> that later down the road. Same thing. So I, I feel like the government spent a lot of money in a short amount of time kill, training me how to kill people a lot of different ways. Right. right. 16 weeks of Marine Corps boot camp. Really, everything you do is how, how, how to kill people. Right. I think for the government to get an invest or return on their investment, they should let me kill one person a year. <laughs> I will clean up the mess. And what you won't waste it. No, no. This guy's on the list. Yeah. 
Fuck him. Piece of shit. From, from Canada. <laughs> oh, not, see, not that I dislike anybody from Canada, but... Sorry. Yeah, he was here on a green card, breaking all these rules, breaking all these laws and everything, and he was here on a work visa. Well, I mean, thank God he was here. <laughs> all right. All right, so my number three is... It's, it's a good one because it's going to circle around and tie into number two. Number three is a little dealership that I worked at called Grand, or, yeah, Grand Blank Motor Cars, which is in Holly, Michigan. Holly, Michigan. Which is where I was working before I came to Florida. But this is a nice little tangled web that all has to do with each other. Gotcha. So I get a job at this place. I was already working in service at the time in Grand Blank for um, a place that I was at for a couple of years for sales again. That place, that dealership wasn't that bad. Um, so I get hired on as a Mercedes service advisor. And basically it's a smaller place. They do Toyota, Mercedes, and BMW. And I was in charge of solely all the Mercedes that came in for service. It was me and I had three technicians. So starts off great working with Amy. Amy works in the accounting office right across the drive. So I'm actually working with my wife, which is pretty cool. Um, just because we get that along. Takes, that takes a special relationship to work and live together. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, we get along anyway. So, I mean, it, it was a lot of fun. And the guy that we that actually hired me was was a pretty cool guy, real honest, like stand-up. Um, his kids did, like, travel motocross and stuff. So, like, he was doing well. He was really cool. I got along with him great. Like, things were actually really, really good. I'm doing numbers that they haven't had before. Like, the system I had with the techs were, I mean, things were aces, just awesome. Running good, crush it every number every month. You had a certain number they wanted you to hit for income wise. Like, uh, you know, one month they wanted to do sixty thousand dollar profit or whatever. Well, I'm crushing these numbers, and my bonuses are going up. And then within the guy that was the uh, manager there, his name was Brian. I think it was Brian. He ends up getting fired. They bring in this other used car salesman guy to run it just talking shit out of the side of his mouth like he like he was a, a what the, what's the term they used back in the day like a snake snake oil salesman oh, or whatever yes yeah, snake oil salesman just a total a shim sham d- dirty prick is what hair slick back like he was your stereotypical used car lot guy nice stereotypical to the t um so they keep increasing the numbers every month which is normal in sales you you always want to get better well they kept raising it and I kept hitting it. So then I get a pay cut. So then they start hitting my bonus, but still we're expecting the same numbers. It happens. I bite my teeth, but or bite my lip, go about my business, whatever. I get a second pay cut within three months. So at the time I, I actually, I skipped a major part of this. There was a guy that was brought in to run the service department. Um, his name was Tony. Really cool guy, Michigan fan. Like we, we got along really good. Things are going great, doing really well. Really, he leaves. He comes. He leaves. He bolts for Florida. The owner of the dealership, remember Office Space Lumberg? Oh yeah, that's him, to a T. Right. Yeah. We're gonna go ahead and just cut your pay. Need you to come in on Saturday. Um, just a total snake. Like, just thought his shit didn't stink. Like, he always he always wore the Lumberg off the suspenders. Like, every time I see Office Space, I'm like, dude, that's mm-hmm. that's that fucking guy. Um, conv- pretty much convinced he was banging everybody in, uh, you know, up in the in the front end sales office or whatever like that. Just a total shitty person, mm. but loaded, rich, owned the dealership, whatever. Um, 
so Tony leaves, bolts for Florida. I take a third pay cut in four months. I get a phone call, which will lead into number two when I get there. But three pay cuts in four months because my numbers were fantastic and I was doing really well. So that that led to the official of me leaving. But I'll, I'll finish this story when we get back to number two. Beautiful. <laughs> That's a cliffhanger. <laughs> That's what we call in the industry a teaser. Yeah, a yeah, teaser. Right. Beautiful. All right, my number two is Raytheon. Oh, yeah. Raytheon aircraft uh, maintenance. Um, you know, doing avionics again. Yeah. And um, fuck them. Fuck them right in the ass. How do you really feel? Fuck them. Don't sugarcoat it. I, um, fuck them twice. Get it out. Fuck them dry. Get it. <laughs> Dude, I... This place... All right. So I had this boss who was... He was a weasel. He was a straight weasel. We had a uniform that we had to wear uh, there, which is fine. I don't. I mean, I yeah. was in the Marine Corps for seven years. I, I don't have a problem with uniforms. Right. And what it was was a pair of shorts and a shirt, you know, like a like a mechanic shirt. But yep. I, I I couldn't wear just a mechanic shirt. I always wore a t shirt under it. So I would, and we had to wear black shoes. So I would drive into work in the morning, and I would have my mechanic shirt unbuttoned. I would walk into the shop with I had my t shirt on. I would button up my mechanic shirt. I would tuck it into my shorts. I would do my belt. I'd walk over and I'd clock in. And then I'd go on my merry way. Well, what Raytheon would do is, let's say James has a has a, a Piper Cub that he wants to bring in and he wants to have some equipment installed. And he goes to the salesman and his salesman, salesman tells me, he says, okay, you know what? We're booked up right now. We can have you your plane by the end of October. Okay, no problem. So I'm not going to need my plane until then. I'm going to go ahead and drop it off. You guys can get started on it. So they'll order the equipment. The guy takes the deposit. Then James will come back next, next Saturday and go, uh, hey, I changed my mind. I need my plane on Monday. And the salesman will go, okay. Because the salesman doesn't want to lose the job. He doesn't want to lose the commission. Right. So fuck the guy that actually has to do the work. Right. Okay. At this job, I actually worked 29 hours in a row on, on airplanes that can crash and kill people. Right. Right. I also worked 37 hours in a row. I also worked 42 hours in a row. No breaks. No, constant. Because the salesman decided. So I'm getting pissed off about this. And I went to my boss and I said, this is garbage. I said, when a salesman tells these people something, that's fine. If they need to move it up, that's fine. I said, but you guys are not going to work me 45 hours in a row anymore without me making some serious fucking cash. I'm making $14 an hour. Right. Okay. I have my A&P license. I can do this stuff on the side. I can do what I can do all of it. Right. So I three, three things I wasn't allowed to do to, a, to an airplane. And I said, you know I'm good at what I do. That's why you give me all the hard jobs. I said, I always, I'm always done. I said, I'm not doing it anymore. He says, well, you're going to do what we tell you to do or we're going to fire you. <laughs> and I said, well, I guess you're going to fucking fire me. So he goes, no, no, we'll, we'll figure something out. <laughs> we'll figure something out. I said, okay. Oh, he's not bluffing. <laughs> Shit. I said, okay. <laughs> so so uh, a couple weeks go by, and I find out that he's talking shit about me behind my back. And one of the things that he said was he comes in every morning, and he's not even in uniform. And the person said to him, wait a minute, is he in uniform when he clocks in? He says, well, yeah, I guess. They said, well, then you, you, got, you got no grounds. So this guy would come in in the morning, and he was a supervisor, so he wore a white shirt with the blue pants, and he had to wear the black shoes, but he wore white shoes, and he would come in, clock in, and then walk over and take his white shoes off and put his black shoes on. So I walked up to him, and I said, so you got a problem apparently with the way that I'm dressed when I get to work? Who told you that? I said, the person that you told it to told yeah. me that. And he said something, and I said, just remember, when I clock in, I'm in full uniform. 
So that pissed him off. So there was strike two. So we're, we're working on getting fired. Strike two. So I'll never forget this. March Madness. I was looking forward to March Madness. They come to me that Tuesday afternoon, that third, that Wednesday afternoon, and they're like, hey, I, I had this plane gutted. I was putting in a traffic collision avoidance. I was putting in a GPS. I was putting in an entertainment system. I mean, the thing was just ripped apart. I got wires everywhere. And they're like, and it's, it's like a three-week job. They're like, we need this by Monday. And I'm like, well, I don't know who you're going to fucking get to do it for you by Monday. They're like, well, you're working on it. And I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not putting in that type, that type of hours. I said, I haven't even built the harnesses for this stuff yet. I mean, that's four days of work right there. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to need you to get it done. I said, well, you're going to need to give me four more people. No. So I said, okay. So I said, this is it. Fuck you guys. So I just took my time. Fuck them. I put in 14-hour days. I took a nap laying on the floor with my head up underneath the cockpit. It just Whatever. They come to me. They finally said, are you done? I said, hell no, I'm not done. I told you I wasn't. I told you four days ago I wasn't going to be done. Well, how much How much more do you have left? I said, oh, we're about 50% done. So they give me four or five guys because, you know, it's a big job. So we get the job done. I worked the entire first weekend of March Madness. I didn't see a single fucking basketball game, which, as you guys listen, you know that that's, even though we're not huge basketball fans, March Madness is the shit. Yep. So I come into work on Thursday. I, I, worked, I worked Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And I was there for half the day on Monday. And the plane was done, and they have to do what's called a compass swing. So they take it out to the rose, which is the, the compass pointed, painted on the ground, and they point the plane due north. And they have the magnetic compass, and then they have to mark down what the magnetic variance is because every plane with the equipment is different. So they have to know that if I need to be flying true north, I actually gotta, I'm actually going to be eight degrees off. So I have to, you know, it's, it's complicated. It should take 20 minutes. So they took it out there. Did that, and I, they took it, and I, and I left. And I come in on Thursday, and when I show up, the FAA is there. And I walked in, and they're like, are you, are you Greg Bishop? I'm like, yeah. They're like, hey, we need to talk to you. And I said, uh, <laughs> all right, well, let me go clock in. I sat down. So what had happened was this guy took off in his plane, flying to Palm Beach. With three passengers, a plane crashed. They all died. So the FAA is telling me this, and they're like, and they said, you did all the work. And I said, uh, I did do. I did do most of the work. They said, so, you're, so they're saying you're liable for this. And I said, well, first of all, uh, I did the work. I said, but uh, let's talk to Q- QC. Let's talk to quality control first because they fucking stamped everything off. Did they not? And they're like, yeah. And I said, okay. So as we're talking to them, they're finding out that Raytheon's playing all these fucking games. And they're saying, saying to me, we don't think that you're at fault. We, we've, you know, if, you, if you were shitty, you'd have all these problems. So they basically got caught in a lie. So everything gets taken care of. What happened was that they took two and a half hours on the compass swing. The guy was late. He took off, pissed off. The tower said when he took off, he basically almost went ballistic. He went, you know, which is a reference from Top Gun. He almost went vertical <laughs> right. in a plane that's not designed to go vertical. It was pilot error. They ruled it was pilot error. He made a mistake. He crashed. Blah blah blah. So two weeks later, my this guy douchebag walks up to me and he goes, "Hey, um, I need to talk to you about something." And I was like, <laughs> "You know, those conversations never go well." So, right. So I said, "All right, all right, Jeff, what do you want?" He goes, um, "We're going to have to suspend you for three days." I said, "For what?" I said, he said for, you know, what, what happened. He, and I can't remember the customer's name for what for all that stuff that went down with the, the, the guy's plane. And I said, okay. So I start picking my tools up. He goes, what are you doing? I said, you told me I'm suspended for three days. And he goes, oh, no, no. I need you to finish this job first. And I said, nope. I go home right now or you're not fucking suspending anybody. And he goes, you're suspended when you're done with this job. I said, if you think I'm going to finish this job so that you can spend me, you can blow me. I said it just like that to him. I was I was done with this place at this point. I right. was I was I for, dude, for I, good reason. I couldn't sleep. Right. And he goes, 
all right, I guess we won't suspend you. <laughs> so a couple weeks later, the shit just hit the fan. I walked in. <laughs> Worst boss right? ever. You're just a pussy. <laughs> so I walk in, and uh, he said something to me, and I just snapped. And I said, you know what? I've had it. Just fire me. He goes, oh, we're not going to fire you. I said, you're going to fire me. He said, we're not, we're not firing you. I'm not firing you. You haven't done anything to be fired. And I said, okay. I walked over. I picked up a garbage can. And we're in the avionics testing area. I picked the garbage. I threw it across the shop. I said, am I fired? He goes, I'm not going to fucking fire you. You're going to have to quit. I walked over to get the second garbage. He's all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, right. You're fired. I was going to say, we have a real breakfast club situation here. <laughs> Do I need to keep going? Not even not close, Not even boys. close. <laughs> <laughs> you best with the bull. You get the horns. Yeah. I'm thinking, how, do you, how are you guys still in business? So come to find out, four months after I left, he got fired because he was doing all kinds of illegal shit. No which, way. Yeah. Color me shocked. Right? No way. Wow. Dude, that's my number two for fuck's sake. Yeah, that's that's. And now that we're at number one, you know what it is. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm aware. <laughs> also known as the birth of this podcast, but anyway. Um, so when we left last left our story, the guy that I was working for that I actually liked it bolted to Florida. Right, new snake oil guy comes in, piece of shit, cuts my pay for a third time, and I think it was less than four months. I get a phone call. We're on a field trip with, uh, I believe it was Dylan at the time, and we're at the zoo, and I get a call from a guy, Tony. He's like, hey, I'm working here in Clearwater at a Toyota dealership, and if you want to come down and be a, you know, a service manager position, I got a job for you. And that totally, you know, everyone always makes those, you know, you get a phone call that changes your life or anything like that. Like, this is what it felt like, because I'm like, holy shit, Florida? So I talked to Amy about it at the zoo, and I'm like, holy crap. I mean, this is crazy. That's a big like, deal. Like, do we want to I mean, do you this? Uproot your family and everything, I mean, right? Yeah, it's a big move. The kid, and you know, the hardest part was probably having to move away from your parents. <laughs> no, dude, that was the last thing I'm in the sorry. fucking world. <laughs> I'm sorry. It, I, I, in fact, I'll get to that because anybody that's ever been offered that kind of job or that life changing scenario, with uprooting your family, like relocating or anything major, you know, we talk about it all day. You know, like in like anyone normally do, pros and cons. And there was a shit ton of pros, and the only con was leaving my friends. Um, the number one on the pro was more money, and number two, I don't have to live next to my parents anymore. Um, and then it's just, you know, Florida, Clearwater. I mean, like, whole, like people vacation there, and I mean, yeah. we could we could live there. So top ten beaches in the country. We did. We decide that okay, let's do it. So I book a plane flight, come down here for a weekend. And I just, he, you know, he wanted me to come down and see the place first, which is a smart thing to do. Go down, tour it. Clearwater Toyota, which is owned by Sonic Automotive. Um, come down for a couple days, get a hotel, see the dealership, meet people there. It's just awesome. Like, it's like this is happening. Good money. Find a house. So we decide to do it. As I'm talking to him over the course of a couple weeks, hey, are we still good? Are we still good? I'm like, I don't want to walk out. If I walk out this door, I can't walk back in. Yeah. So I get a hold of him, and he's like, yeah, man, let's go. Let's, you know, get down here on such and such a date. You'll start that Monday, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, we'll work on getting the kids down there and all that stuff. So I'm at, still at the Mercedes place one day, and, you know, it's like afternoon. It's after lunch, right? It was literally, it was right after I got the phone call, and it was – um the day before I was flying down here just to see the place. So I changed my clothes. I'm packing up my gym bag and I'm out in the service drive and I go get, cause I think I had a swipe card or something like that for the door. I go just, I taught, you know, the owner 
and the dickhead are in the same office. So I go in there and I just kind of chuck my card on the desk. I'm like, see ya. And just walk out. Like, that's it. Like, they don't deserve an explanation at this point. Yeah, fuck them. So they're like, whoa, 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 what's going on? I said, I, I'm quitting. I'm out. I'm I'm moving to Florida to go work with Tony. This isn't even a question. You're, I'm out of 5,000, my it's, friend. It, it is it is as solid of a confirmation as I could ever have on anything in my life. Like, I'm like, I am, you're not going to convince me otherwise. So the the look of shock on their face made it totally worth it because I'm, I'm not the kind of guy like, like I could never pull off what you can because I just, I don't have that stern, like that, not anger, but like that, like you're not going to fuck with me anymore. I, I'm just, I'm more apt to just swallow it and take it and deal with it, which that's pretty much the entire car business. I was always fearful of losing a job, which then leads to can't feed the family and all that, whatever stuff. But at this, at, on that day, I was the fucking Hulk. Yes. I'm like, you, you, <laughs> felt you know good, what? Didn't it? Fuck you, buddy. Felt good. I, I didn't like, I took the high road. I'm like, Hey, you know, I'm out. I'm done. That That's it. I'm leaving. I'm going And the best part. I'm going to work with Tony in Florida. So they come walking out like, Hey, Hey, what, what, what's going on? I said, Hey, three pay cuts. In less than four months, and I'm crushing the numbers that you're putting in in front of me. Screw you. I'm not working. No, it, I'm not working for you anymore. I'm not doing it. It's not fair. It's wrong. While you while you two get you know loaded rich every single month, and you know you're just going to keep using me for that and not reward me for that. I said I'm done. I'm out. And I and I walked out. Not and I left. Not reward me. You you punish me. Yeah, I was getting punished for being yeah. good. Yeah, if you'd have just um, left my pay the same, would have been okay. You no, know, because like you, I take a lot of pride in, in what I do. No matter what I do, I take a lot of pride in it. Like, is that, that you're stamping your name on whatever yep. you do for a living. That's a reflection of how you are as a worker. Right. Right? So then I get down here to Clearwater Toyota. Things are going great. Um, money was really rough at first because moving down here was not cheap. We basically walked away from everything. We Everything that loaded up in the car, in the truck, I had a Silverado at the time. Whatever fit, that's what was coming. Kids stayed back. Amy would come back and get the kids and fly home with them in a few weeks or whatever. But things are going really good. I'm making like 80 grand a year. Nice. I'm learning how to run a service department. And then I start to find, like, there's you start to hear rumors and whispers of stuff that's going on in the dealership. Oh, man. And Sonic Automotive is not a well-run organization at all. We'll get to that. So the GM of the store... And some of the sales guys, they are all from Orlando. They still live in Orlando. They're making the drive back and forth to this dealership in Clearwater every day. I'm like, that's weird. So then one day, we get wind of Sonic Automotive is coming in to do a company-wide drug test. No big deal. Well, whatever. So they do. But they're doing a hair test. They're taking hair samples. Okay. So the GM... And about five salesmen quit and walk out the door. Come to find out, the detail department was selling Coke out of the detail department. <laughs> Guess who was in on it? The GM. The GM and all the salesmen. That's why they were making the drive. And out of the detail department, they're washing cars back there. So, like, who's really going to worry about what's going on back there? Jesus Christ. One morning, I get a call. The guy that I was, you know, the guy that brought me down here had come in. He's one of those all work, lives to work type of guys, gets there ridiculously early, opens everything up, whatever. He's making all the money, so I get it. He gets attacked with a crowbar. He ends up going to the hospital. Someone was waiting for him to, and beat the shit out of him, sent him to the hospital and everything like that because 
they assumed he was the one that blew the whistle on him and called Sonic in for, for all that stuff. I'm like, holy shit. So he, he's done. He's gone. He like, who's going to come back to, to work there. So I'm a few months in, you know, I, I'm pretty smart. I, I know how to do run the numbers and stuff for daily record, you know, profits and all, all that other whatever stuff. So basically long story short, I'm filling in and running the place for the most part while the new construction for that new building is going on for like eight months. I kept the service department running for eight months by myself with, you know, 30 technicians and five service writers doing the scheduling and all that stuff. And then when the construction is done, they're getting ready to open the new, new building. They pull me in and let me know that Sonic was cutting my position for financial reasons. Never been written up, never mouth off to anybody, solved all the problems, run the place to a T got it through a rebuild working out of the detail department with half the facilities and maintain good numbers. Oh my God. How is that not your number one? Um, oh, because I know your number one. Because you know, my number one. <laughs> so Holy yeah, it was, shit, uh, man. It, you know what? And as long as I've known you, I never heard that story. I always wondered why you, yeah, it was, I know um, you moved down here for the automotive, but God damn, man. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I worked there for a good two years almost and, you know, we were renting a fucking beautiful house with a nice big ass pool. And, you know, that that's back when we got Nico. We had just got Nico as a puppy um, when all this tra- took place, which was in 06. And, uh, yeah, the, the company that, you know, you help keep afloat in the entire service department. Service is where all the money's made. Not, oh, yeah. Not, yeah, not it's sales. not where you sell. Yeah, it's, yeah that's, it's, why, that's uh, why the oil change is 450. And they basically cut like. Eight or nine jobs, and mine was one of them, just because of what I was making. Not like, hey, we need to restructure this, you know, whatever, because no recognition for what I was able to do as a very inexperienced service manager. They had hired a couple guys at, at the time to replace him at the service manager position. Right. But they all quit within like a month or two. They saw how the place was being run, and they just what, left. What's the name of this company? Clearwater Toyota. Are you talking about Sonic? Really? Sonic Automotive is who owns them, yeah. It's uh, I'm going to write them a harshly worded letter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make a phone call. It's uh, Yeah, every time I drive by that place, I'm like, man, if that place caught fire and burnt to the ground, I, it, I wouldn't lose an ounce of sleep over it. Ever. Yeah, it just and that destroyed our life. I mean, it destroyed everything. And, and again, here we are. Yeah, because at least you had a job that still paid well back up there, even though they kept cutting your pay. I mean, yeah. and, and, and connections up there. Now you're in a fucking new area, and you're yeah, like, exactly. can't even afford to move home. Uprooted my whole family to move here, and, um, and then it just was... That was in 08, so it's been shitty job after shitty job since then until I got to where I'm at now, which I thank God every day that I work for this amazing company. Right. Um, but, yeah, that was, <laughs> that, was, that was the start of our rough time here in Florida. I feel for you, brother. That sucks. Yeah. It, it doesn't kill you. It makes you stronger, right? That's true. Here we are. Let's take a quick break so I can go check the meat again. All right. All right. The meat is percolating. Nice. I am so excited. So, should we read our number one at the same time? Let's just get to number one. All right. Because we want to talk about it forever. In three, two, one. <laughs> Lockheed, Lockheed Martin. Martin. <laughs> <laughs> was, it even a, was it even a struggle? No. It wasn't. It no. wasn't. Me either. The, the struggle was to figure out which dealerships to put on there, but those are the two key ones, so that in that I had to tie them together somehow. I've never had a place tell me that... When you have a degree in something and a federal license in something and that you've been doing that something for 20 years, 
that you're not qualified enough to do it. And that's what Lockheed Martin did to me over and, and over. over and over. But hey, we just hired a 22-year-old out of University of Michigan, and they got their shit together, so they're going to tell you how to do it. Yeah. it's uh, <clears throat> That is a definitely the pinnacle of it's who you know is how you get your job placed. Oh, Jesus, for sure. It's not about what you can do or your ability. It's just about who you know and if they like you or not, without a doubt. Here's my favorite thing about that place. That we met each other? Could, well, aside from that. There you go. At the time when I got hired there, it was I was working for the dipshit electrician for that summer digging holes and not getting paid. Mm. Um, when I got when we hired in at Lockheed Martin, you you get to come in as a contractor for fifteen bucks an hour, which at that time and still it's it's decent. You can at least pay your bills. At you can at least live. You may not be able to pay your bills, but you can live. Right. Like it's it, it was better than what I was doing before, obviously. So knowing what Lockheed Martin does, because everyone knows it assimilates or associates Lockheed Martin with military because of the Lockheed jet. Um, you know, the F-35 is built. That's a Lockheed Martin jet. Um, defense contractor, all the cool guidance systems and all, all the cool stuff that they do there, which is pretty important when it comes to the military and weapons and tracking systems and missiles and drones and all that stuff. Until you get in and see what the work assembly floor looks like, which... Looks like it's a bunch of people waiting to get cast for the remake of Platoon to live in a village. Oh, yeah, for sure. They are all elderly. Um, I don't even know what the proper Asian Americans. They, 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 um, are, they are all of Asian descent. And they are all of, them. all of them. They're all elderly. They all work like they're they have groups of entire families that work there and they're not making a lot of money. Let's just say this. If you walked into Lockheed, you might mistake that you're at a Nike factory. Very, yes. Like, you'd swear LeBron shoes are getting made Absolutely. in this assembly floor. 100%. Which is fine. There's, there's, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. And all and, and all those people were super nice. The employees were great. Phenomenal. Yes. Met a lot of cool people there. Yes. But they can work there because they're getting barely getting paid. Because come to find out down the road, a lot of the people that are working there, they all live together. So you got families that are working there that can afford to all make nine bucks an hour, ten bucks an hour, and they're happy as hell because they don't understand how underpaid they're that they're being paid. Mm. So we get hired in. They like our work. I'll I'll let you tell that story. But then when you get when you make the transition from a non contracted employee, which they could just walk out and let you go at any time, and it happens all the time there, for whatever reason. Then you're an actual Lockheed employee. Your pay goes down to eleven bucks, and you have to pay for your benefits. Yep. Now think about that. Yeah. Eleven bucks, and you have to pay for your benefits. Yeah. Um, kids are getting hired at places for more than eleven bucks an hour nowadays. It's it's criminal what they do to their employees there. I remember uh, going to what was her name? Jean, Jeannie, Jeanette, Jeanette, Jeanette. She was the supervisor the of the floor. The angry dyke. Yep. She. Uh, I, I said, "Hey, I, your plant down in Pinellas Park, they they need an they need a A and P, and I'd like to p- apply for that job." And she goes, "Well, yeah, that you need to be an A and P." I said, "I am an A and P." She goes, "How do I know that?" I said, uh, "My license." And she goes, "Yeah, I don't I don't think you've got what they're looking for." Just like that. Just like that. Just like, like that. And I'm like, and this was like towards the end of my tenure there. I'm like, do they not have what I'm look? Do I not have what they're looking for because you don't want me to leave here because of the work I do here? Or you just a bitch? I mean, which which one is it? Both. Both. 
I remember uh, tall, lanky, skinny fuckface Brian. Oh, I. You know what? He's on my list too. <laughs> he's not definitely on the list. He he comes to me one day and he's got me on this project and and what we did was we built harnesses for a machine for for equipment. So they had they had contracts where not just equipment, Greg. Yeah, nuclear subs, nuclear subs, aircraft, p uh like P thirty uh, not P thirty fives. Think uh, thi- uh, think of this visual right now. AWACS planes, shit like James. that. James, us, we were building harnesses for the triggering systems for nuclear subs. <laughs> These guys. <laughs> yeah. So they they give you they give you the kit. You get the wire, you get the crimp pins, you get the connectors and everything, and then you had these specifications, and you had to build it the way that they wanted to build it. And um, I'm building this one, and I notice that there's a solder connector that's going to fall right underneath the back shell connector that holds the, the connector together in the back. And um, I said something. I said, hey, this isn't going to work. This is no good. And they're like, what are you talking about? I said, you don't. You, you got to tighten this connector down on the solder connection. You're going to break the solder connection. It's going to cause issues. They're like, no, nah, the, the engineer's got it. Whatever. So we build them, we build them, we build them, we build them. I think I built like 100 of these things. We built a lot of those. Yeah, five months later, six months later, they come back and say, "Hey, they're having a lot of issues with these these harnesses you guys built." And I said, "Like what?" And they said, "Well, you know this." And I said, "Why don't you check the solder connection in the in the Raychem?" And they said, "How would you know that?" And I said, "Because I told them it was an issue when I was building them." And they said, well, "How could you possibly know that?" I looked him dead in his eye. I said, "Motherfucker, I used to do this in the airplane." Not at this little bench with all these special tools with everybody looking over. I did this in the airplane upside down on my back. I know what I'm fucking doing. At least, at least act like you give a shit that I have a, a, a an opinion. Oh, you know what was wrong with them? The solder connection in the Raycam was broken because the back shell connector was crimped down too hard. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. But but I but but the but the 22 year old from Michigan, even though she was really nice, she didn't know what the oh, hell was going on. Carrie, Ch- Chelsea. Chelsea or Carrie? Are you talking I, about Carrie? Our our super, the short hair blonde supervisor? She's the one that quit. I'm talking about the the engineer that would just walk down and talk to us oh, and had the, nothing the, to do. No, Chelsea, yeah. you know. But I mean, they'd hire them. But when we would put in for the job, people actually, oh my god, this place was just, oh, yeah. It's um, <sighs> deep breath, deep breath. Now, when he says we were building these, we were building these literally from scratch, from getting the individual wires like you'd get a bin and you'd have to go collect all of these parts that didn't come in the packet and build this thing literally from scratch you were installing the the connection pins soldering those together like literally from scratch and our they were big on prop pro, was it efficiency oh yeah so every job had a certain number of hours that it had to be done in it's like it's like car repair it's like service departments like if you're a really good mechanic the book it's like there's this magic book that everyone goes by for car repairs that says uh fuel just fuel pump for example hour and a half good technician gets it done half an hour <clears throat> he still gets paid that hour and a half <clears throat> it takes longer it you get paid an hour and a half regardless so lockheed has the same thing efficiency rating is what they go by and the efficiency on these harnesses that we built which was a major project was i mean god what did they have that thing listed do you remember was it three hours four hours No, it was nine hours and we were building them in four and a half. Yeah, because we 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 could damn near that's yeah because we could damn near get two of them done in one day, and we're flying through this. And on that, what happened was is we had the the girl that hired us, Carrie. Nobody liked her there because she was a little bit of a pushover, but they just they didn't like her because she didn't fit in with their clique. So she got this project and she put Mike and I on it, and we were crushing it. We had our own little area. 
we were laughing, we were giggling, we were making jokes. Everybody around us was having fun. We were just having a good. And we were we were running at one hundred and seventy two percent efficiency for this these jobs. Podcast was happening at that job oh, it was. while we worked together. It was that's where that's where we created this. We like we got to do this. <laughs> yeah. So she gets she quits. She gets another job. She leaves, and then and Toolboy Brian he takes over. Now and, Toolboy is out of the Navy. And thinks he is fucking Superman. Oh, yeah. He, there's nothing he can't do. His shit don't Except stink. his job. Yeah. <laughs> so the first thing he does is he comes over to us one day and he goes, um, I think I'm going to have to split you guys up. And we were like, why? And he goes, because you guys are just having, you, you're not working enough. And I said, I looked him dead in his face and I said, what are our numbers? Because I, I fucking hated this place already. I mean, you, you're going to fire me? I'll, I'll, I'll go turn tricks on the corner. I'll make more money than I'm making here. We were at that point, And I'll back up your point when you're done with your story. He said, he said what, do you, what? I said, what are our numbers? He goes, what do you mean? I said, uh, hello, what this whole department's run on, what are our numbers? Are we running at 40%? I mean, are we not making money? Oh, no, I'm sorry. We're killing it. Yeah, you're right. You, you should break up the band, Yoko. I said it just like that. You should break up the band. <laughs> and he didn't fucking like it at all, and I don't give a shit. Yeah, he did not like being stood up to. Asshole. I had another example with this prick, Brian. Uh, we had got, I had gotten a phone call from my son's school. Um, I, I can't even remember what. It was something dumb or i it, it was just a, a kid issue or whatever it may be so i take a phone call and you know all's good or whatever and the, their biggest thing is they didn't want people on their cell phones out on the work floor i totally get it so i the phone i recognize the school number i put my stuff down go into one of the little side cubicles take the phone call he's walking by he catches he sees me on the phone or whatever and then he just comes in and sits down staring at me while i'm on the phone with my kid's school it's, it's like beaming eyes shooting straight through me so I finished up the call and I said, "Hey, what's up?" He goes, "What's going on?" I said, "I have a phone call from my son's school. Everything, all, everything's good, no problem." He goes, "Well, uh, how do we avoid this in the future?" I said, "What do you mean? You know, taking, you know, dealing with personal stuff while you're working?" I said, "You mean involving my kids?" He goes, "Yeah." I said, "It's easy. We don't. If it happens, it's going to happen. I'm not going to ignore my kids. This place isn't worth that." And I'm kind of where Greg's at at this point too. We had already taken a major pay hit because or I had taken a major pay hit because I was hired on, obviously, because of how good we were doing. We got hired pretty quick when it comes to contractors there. We got hired within months. Um, I fucking hated this guy. This guy was like that. Every, like, he just... He needed a good, solid ass beating up behind the woodshed. He had a serious, serious Hitler complex when he was there. He just thought he was the, the guy there. We were not allowed to have drinks or snacks at our tables. Which I totally understand. Yeah, with the line of work we were doing, totally, totally get understand. It. They told me one day that I was taking too many trips to the water fountain. Yeah, and I looked at it again. And I said, "What are my numbers?" I did. I think. I think I had one job one time that I did not make my time mark, and it was in like the first two weeks that I was there, and I fucked up, and I was trimming, and I snipped a wire, and I had to take my whole harness apart and replace that wire. So that was that was like the one time. So whenever he would say something, all I did was, "What are my what are my numbers?" All right, shut the fuck up. Yeah. And before I get to my Brian ex example, um, another thing that it came up with another job that I was working on, where they basically the instructions for all this stuff come on your computer. You you, you look up the certain job, and then it gives you a so called step by step process on how to build this new connector or whatever it may be. And I remember I got one that had come through. And it was the directions were really vague as far as going from one step to another. So I called the engineer down. I said, hey, it would be super, super helpful if 
in this job description, whatever like that, if you just show that this connector has to go here because it doesn't make sense the way it's on the screen, a picture will save us so much time. Because yeah, I I don't like putting pictures in there. It, it 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 takes too much time. I said, okay, what takes longer? Someone to figure this out, to go ask for help, to be shown how to do it, or for you to take a snapshot on a camera, add it in there, and just be done with it. Because yeah, that's just not how I work. That was from an engineer. Engineers, for the most part, are dicks. Oh, engineers suck. Uh, me and the crew all day long. That's all we do is make fun of people that sit behind a desk and design something. You get doesn't work because the biggest problem is they just expect everyone to know what they know, and there's no way to know. And all I did was suggest a picture, which would have solved everything. But anyway, that's just an example of the kind of shitbags that are that are working there. The, Aside the, from our buddy Jim, Lock, yeah, lo I love me some Hogarth. Hogarth is the shit. The, what the thing about Lockheed was the mindset was like that everywhere. Okay, so what they had was they had a testing department. So you would, you would start out, the cable would come to us, we would build it, QC would look at it, they'd pass it. Then we'd send it to the testing department. Well, the testing department had an engineering program that was set up where they would take a connector that matched what they had, that matched into the adapter into the computer. They would plug it in, and then they would press run on a certain program. And what that would do is it would ring out all the wires. It would make sure that none of the wires rang together. It would make sure that there was no issues. If there was an issue, they didn't fix it. They just sent it back to you and said, fail step seven of, of, you know, of the program or whatever. Well, the people in the testing department, they made more money. So we're back there one day, and this girl, you remember this story. She fucking pissed me off. I wanted to kick her right in her mouth. I said, you right know what do you... Teeth. I said, what do you... Uh, I said, this looks like a pretty cool job. Because, I mean, what was I making? $11 an hour at this place? Literally. Killing it. $11 an hour. Just fucking destroying everything they give me. And um, uh, I, she says, I said, what do you got to do you know, to work back here? And she goes, you have to be a real electrician. And I said, oh, so you have to know Ohm's Law? And she looked at me like I had just spoke Swahili to her. I'm like, you dumb twit. All you do is plug it into a fucking thing and press a button. You're not smart. You're not even smart enough to fix the problem. You send it back to me to fix it. Twat. Uh, I, yeah. Yeah. So then Hate that place. what had really been the start of the end was um, dealing with this Brian asshole, just an arrogant, smug prick, Navy. So, because he had cut, he went to Annapolis, I think. Yeah, he was a, he was an officer, yeah, which he, was you know strike two. Yeah, exactly. So right off the bat, you knew he was a total cockbag. Um, that whole thing happens with my son, and that started off just the the way he talked to me and the way he de dealt with me, and the fact that he was such an asshole, um, and all of the other life stuff going on, shitty pay, terrible Christmas, just horrible scenario for any family to be in. Um, I go in, we had an in-building clinic with a nurse, literally. And I was like, I got a headache. I just need to go get some Motrin or Advil, whatever. So I come in, and she was super cool. I don't know if you remember that nurse or not. She was just an absolute sweetheart. She was, yeah, come on and sit down. She takes the blood pressure, do the pulse, just the usual stuff they have to do because it's a medical facility, literally. And um, she looks, I'll never forget, she looked at me like she saw a ghost. She goes, are you, are you okay? I was like, yeah, I just, I think I just got a stress headache or whatever. I just something for a headache. She goes, Mike, I need you to lay down. I'm like, hey, what kind of place is this? You gonna <laughs> shut the door? And she, I'm like, why? What's wrong? And she goes, I have to call nine one one. I'm like, what? Like, I'm not dealing with enough. What do you mean? Because my blood pressure was damn near two hundred. It was, I mean, pretty much. We're talking about the worst days of my entire life at this point. So. I'm like, are you, why? She started explaining to me, you're at risk for stroke right now and all the hypertension and blah, 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 and all that stuff. 
She calls 911. They come out and they cart my ass out of the building and put me into the hospital, which is uh, McNeese, right off McGowan, right, right down the street from us. Yep. And um, I'm like, holy. By this time, everybody on the floor knows what's going on because the EMTs are in. I'm strapped to the gurney. I was and, telling um, everybody he had the HIV. But. <laughs> well, as much as that place fucked me, I, I, yeah. I, I, I could have. So they wheel me out, and he's just, Brian, that Brian asshole is just standing right there, and I'm just shaking my head. He goes, hope you're okay. I'm like, yeah, yeah do fuck you? Fuck you, man. Do you? And uh, I spent a day in the hospital from that, and that was, like, you know, I tease Greg all the time about being angry and all that stuff. I mean, that place did it to me. I, I was, I had that same mentality. It took me. What, what are we talking about, 10 years now, mm-hmm. eight, nine years now, to cool down and be like, hey, things may be bad, but they'll never be as bad as they were then. There, there are certain things in business that everybody needs to understand happen for a reason. You know, it's not a business is not there to just give you everything. There, You have to make sacrifices at times. You have to go above and beyond at times. But that business needs to turn around and be able to give back to you every now and then. They can't just say, okay, look, we want you to make $500,000 a year. Yeah, we sell you know bracelets at 37 cents a piece. We're going to pay. You know what I mean? It, there's, there's, there's an understanding. There's a give and take between the employer and the company and the, and the, and the employee. And this place had no idea that the employee was supposed to receive. Their idea of taking care of you was giving you a shitty Christmas dinner. <laughs> it wasn't even good. By the same people that ran the cafeteria. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it what were they really doing? It wasn't even good. I mean, uh, you only got 30 minutes for lunch, so you basically had, you brought your lunch, or you could eat at the cafeteria, but the cafeteria wasn't even affordable. It was packed. It was always packed. It wasn't even affordable. Because you didn't it have just, time to leave. Yeah. It just, it, but they, they, they gave zero fucks about the people that worked there because they knew that as soon as they turned three out, they were going to have four more people coming in. By far the worst run, shittiest company I've ever worked ever. for. I don't know. Ever. I don't know how they're still in business. I don't know how ever. their planes don't fall out of the fucking sky. I'm not lying. It's, well, half the population of Vietnam works there to keep them in business because they don't have to pay them a goddamn thing to do it. That's why. Yeah. I can't talk about them bitches anymore. No. In fact, I'll end it on a good note. All right. End it on a good note, buddy. Because of all of this shit that you've just heard that we've went through, I fucking love my job. I absolutely love my job. I'm happy for first time in a long time. We have gone through, and every I know the reason I wanted to do this one is because I'm sure everyone that's listening can relate, like whether they're still at that shitty job or get through it. The, the best thing is after all of this nightmare that we've went through, where I'm at now, I fucking love it. The good news, the good news about Lockheed is that we did meet each other there. Yep, and that was that was awesome. Now, James, you've been quiet and you told me like I don't I don't have five jobs, but that's because you spent 24 years in the Air Force. But you do have a job that you hated, super bad. Yeah, that would be the post office. There <laughs> <laughs> you go, Phil. Phil Eddie, <laughs> we had to save that for last for Phil, our buddy Phil. I will. You, have, I've got one story that I'll tell you. Back when I was in high school, my very first job was working at a barbecue restaurant in Brandon. It's now a car dealership. It's down on Adamo Drive. Mm. Um, I was working there as a teenager. Um, I was a bus boy, and the waitresses were making killer tips. Yeah. We're talking hundred dollars a night walking out there. They had to give me a dollar a night. Each waitress had to give me one dollar. It's supposed and to be on 10%. the weekends. They give me two dollars. So I wasn't making shit for me. I was making like three. 40 an hour, just regular wage. Yeah, because this was back in like the 20s, right? Yeah. <laughs> Close. <laughs> so um, I did something that wasn't right, but in my mind, I got pissed off about it. So um, I'd walk by a table and I'd see a tip. I'd just kind of grab it. I'd take it and put it in my pocket and I'd 
had a little place underneath the counter where they served the drinks at. I'd stuff it down there. Well, I guess apparently somebody had said something, and uh, the manager called me in the office. He said, I, I need you to empty your pockets out. Of course, I was a kid. I didn't know what to do. So I emptied my pockets out, and they had been marking the bills. Okay. They'd go by the table, and they'd mark a bill. So he fired me. And I had, my parents were out of town, so I had to call Jim, Kathy's, I don't know what husband it was, but anyway. Ninth. Yeah, probably. So he came There's and picked me up. There's a show for you right there. And I was all pissed off about it, and uh, I was scared my dad was going to just fucking kill me. So I got home, and I talked to my parents. I told them what was happening. They says, well, what you did was not right, but what they did was even worse than that. So a couple months go by, and they closed the, they closed the barbecue place down. Mm-hmm. So one of the guys I knew that I used to work there, I said, uh, so what happened? He says, um, the manager that fired you got arrested for embezzling money. So they shut the whole restaurant down, and they made it into a, a, a parking lot for a car dealership. So There you go. So they went from embezzling a little bit of money to stealing a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. He <laughs> was doing it while I was there. Around. He didn't want me to say anything because he, he thought I knew about it. So he fired me. I was only like 15 years old, maybe. A lot of shitty people out there. Yeah, there is. Unfortunately. And they're usually the ones that are higher up. This sucks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just to expand on what I was just saying, I mean, to go from the way we were treated to now it's a, it's a family-owned business. We do a lot of construction for like bigger buildings condos hotels uh resorts we do it's a lot of construction work is what it is but it's remodeling construction and um i mean they give us a bonus you know i was i've been there over a year now last christmas was my first time there got a, a a nice christmas bonus um the owners there are brothers they i mean they've had me over to their house doing stuff just as a favor for them to help them out and they come in they say hi in the mornings How's your family? How you know those? Hey, how's your son doing? Um, is your is your daughter ready for senior year? Like, they they know us personally, and they're the owners. Um, it, it's it's an, it's a breath of fresh air. There are good jobs out there, and they to are go, they are few and far between. To go to the type of place I'm at now, I would go through all of that bullshit all over again to know I was going to end up at a place like this, and I'm I, it's it's awesome. Yeah. it's refreshing. Well, even Lockheed led me to where I'm at now because I met you, and then you put me in touch with Fatso, and then yeah. I, I took a I took a career change. I went into the you know commercial and residential electrician instead of being electronics right. and aviation. So you know it all works out for a reason. It, all it does for a reason, and that's you know if anything, that's kind of where thankfully I've gotten into the personality now that like you know yeah shit may be rough and it may be tough at times, but look back to what I've been through. Fucking, I can handle it. I'll get through it. I've gotten through much worse. Yeah. So, yeah, love my job. Me too. And I love Labor Day, three day weekend. <laughs> three day weekend. <laughs> that's the other Speaking thing. Speaking of which, we don't work any holidays, so which is even better. That's awesome. Yep. That's awesome. Thanks for listening. Yep. As you, always, you know all the typical stuff: PayPal or a, a Patreon, and and uh, all the all the stuff that we do. Hit us up, support us if you want. Uh, we got some Patreon stuff coming. Uh, we know we're behind, but COVID kind of threw loop for everybody. So yeah, uh, the next month you'll see a lot of uh, extra stuff. And uh, I mean, I think that's it. I think we've said it all. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, this episode is for, you know, we celebrate the military and all that stuff all the time. But it's safe to say that on Labor Day in this episode, this is this one's for us. This one's for everybody. For all of everyone that works their asses off all week. Real American heroes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> there you go have a wonderful week guys have a good holiday let me tell you something about this monstrous leviathan hand
goes up. Please don't tell me that he's going to ask. Just wait. When does he kill the vampires? How do you feel about that, Ash? I could not care less. I think we're just going to have to clockwork orange your ass. All right. Wow, that's a good one. Thanks for bringing the room down, Richard. That sounds good. I was literally I smell the freedom. He always buries something. Here's the precursor to this story. When I first it's like met a cat Nick. in a litter box. <laughs> All right. Good one. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. You know, whatever. And now I have a son in that same infantry. Literally. And it's it's just it's amazing to me.